Do you want to reach your next level in business and health? Do you need help unlocking your potential and taking action? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to The Lisa Pizik Show, a podcast that empowers women to change physically, emotionally, and financially and live a life they love. Now, here's your host, Lisa Pizik. Lisa Pizik here, and I am flying solo on this podcast. No guests, just me, back from Experts Academy and World's Greatest Speaker Training. If you don't know what that is, after this podcast, you need to go check out Brenda Burchard and the amazing events, courses, books, programs, the things that he's got going on because... When you come back from a live event, you can't help but be fired up with the changes that you want to make in your life. And this event opened up so many ideas that I already knew that I should be doing and I should be implementing, but I was letting other stuff get in the way. And yes, there was so much tactical how-to frameworks and steps to build out what he likes to call his EA 10, which is basically an amazing 10 day autoresponder sequence that you should be using to sell a product. And there were so many practical how to strategies with your content creation and the technology with Kajabi. The one big thing that jumped out for me was the permission to dream bigger the permission to stop and really think about where am I serving? Why is this important to me? How do I serve best? And truly, how do I start making some more money? Because his big theme was, if you don't make the money, you can't support the message. Now that's a quote right from Brendan. I love that. If you don't make the money, you can't support the message. But before you even get to those tactical how-to things, you have to dream. You have to dream big and you got to put those dreams on paper. Now, one of the guest speakers there was Rachel Hollis the author of the Girl Wash Your Face and Girl Stop Apologizing books. And I have heard of her, but I hadn't really heard her speak. She did a live cast um, training that I was on as part of the network marketing business that I'm in. I, I won that and it was great. But that was very brief. That was very localized to health and fitness. This was a little bit more broad about motivation and the struggles that business owners face. And one thing... I want to share from her before I get into my own teaching is she said every day she writes down 10 goals and she writes them down like they've already happened. Like I speak on Brendan's stage. I'm a New York times bestselling author. I always fly first class and whatever that is to you, I encourage you to start doing that same exercise. That was like mind blowing for me. Cause I know we talk about manifestation and dreaming big, but how do you make that actionable? How do you, how do you put that in focus every single day? So you're so clear on what you're working towards. So just as of two days ago, that's a practice 
that I've started doing to help myself dream big. And I think about the other fun areas in my life where I have dreamt big and things have happened. And I think about every Christmas as a family, we love going and getting a live tree. Eric and I, my husband, we both grew up with the fake artificial trees that take up entirely too much space in a storage area or in an attic. And they don't have that amazing smell. And we've just always wanted live trees around Christmas time because we're all about the experience. So we decided once we were together and we were dating and we got married and now that we have our little guy, the cutting down the good old fashioned Pizik family Christmas tree was going to be something we did every single year. Now the first year that we went out to get this tree, we found a local tree farm, we froze our butts off, but we got the hot chocolate, the apple cider, put on the boots, put on the hat, walking hand in hand, going through the field, eyeing up what is gonna be the first Pizik annual family Christmas tree. And of course, everyone that I was going up to, I'm like, this one, how about this one? How about this one? And every single one, Eric's like, babe, you're crazy. Where the hell are we gonna fit that? And my idea of how big something is, is always off. Because you know, when you're out there looking at those trees, they don't look as big as they actually are. Finally got to that last tree that I saw. And it was like, if you've ever watched National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, where they're out there hiking and they find the tree and it's like the light from heaven shines down on it. And they're like, ah, this is the one. That's what happened for me. I had that moment. I turned around, I saw it there, and I'm like, this is the first Pizik family Christmas tree. Eric's like, all right, all right. Like, we're still dating at this point. He doesn't want to upset me, you know? So we go, and we cut it down, and we drag it home, and we bring it in, and... We cut it open and it takes up more than half of the living room. We had to literally take out the coffee table, move around the furniture, cause I'm like, this sucker is gonna fit. This is our dream. I'm gonna make it work. So, and we named it. So every year we name the tree and it always starts big. So we've had big Bubba, big Bertha, big Bert, big Bernie. Now that Oliver's getting involved, last year we called the tree Big Baby. Not one of my uh, most favorite names, but you know, you gotta get the little guy in there and let him have a say. And every year it's become this thing that we go and get a big ass tree and we name it Big Something with a B. And the only condition is that it has to be so big and so wide that we have to take out the coffee table. That's become our annual tradition. And it got me thinking about our dreams. I want you to dream so big that you gotta start moving the furniture. I want you to dream so big that in your brain, things need to shift around to allow this dream to sit there and take place in your brain and show up every day in consciousness right in front of you 
that you're like, this is what I'm working on. It's not just for me. It's not just, I want to be a speaker. It's, I want to speak to stadiums, 10,000s of people on the speaker circuit with the greats like Gary Vee and Brendan Burchard and Shalene Johnson and Brian Tracy and Bo Eason and all the amazing people and Rachel Hollis. You know, I don't see her as better than me. I see her as a peer and I see her as a woman that did the work and made things happen. And I think, why not me? So I want to give you permission to dream big, to move that furniture, to clear out that stuff in your brain. And there's three things that need to happen in order for you to dream big, in order for you to make whatever it is in your life that you're working towards right now happen. And I want to really hone in on business here because that's why most of you come to this podcast. You want to know how to grow your business. You want to know how to make the money so that you can, in the words of Brendan, sustain the message. So the very first thing is you've got to have the discipline to know exactly what you want exactly what it's going to look like, what it's going to feel like. You can't just say, I want to make some money. I want to convert some sales. You need to say, I want 20 clients to buy my online and nine course in November. I want to convert 30% when I step on that stage from that audience. I want to make $10,000 next week. It's got to be so clear exactly what you want. And it's got to be big, right? So many times we, we downplay, we're like, yeah, I'd like to go speak in front of someone. I'd like to sell from a stage. I'd like to make some money. Go big, aim high. That's what my mentor Bo Eason taught me is he always says, you know, people always want to know how to get to that next level. And for him, he says, it's not about the next level. I don't want to get to the next level. I want to get to the top. Why? would we worry and feel like we need to slug through level after level after level after level and hustle and hustle and hustle and hustle? Why not just dream big, do the right things and go and just let that ship and that sucker take off. But you got to get so clear and you got to know exactly what that is that you want without judgment that you want to happen. Number two, once you're like, this is exactly what I want, you must block the time to do that every single day. Every single day, I am writing, I am speaking, and I am either doing outreach to obtain clients that I can coach or I'm coaching clients in business. I'm strategizing with them. And we're helping them build out their tech and launch their products and programs. Every single day, I'm writing, speaking, strategizing, or trying to get people to strategize and people to hire us. That's it. That's my message that is so clear because I want to be a New York Times bestselling author. I want to speak on stages. I want to have a million dollar business. So those are the three necessary things that need to happen every single day. And every single day, you can go into my calendar and you can see exactly when I'm gonna speak, exactly when I'm gonna write, 
and exactly when I'm going to coach. And no, it's not always at the same exact time, in the same exact spot, with the same exact cup of coffee. Some days are crazy and hairy and scary and wild. I'm still working on contract as a nurse educator, so I've got commitments there. We've got our little guy, like today happens to be Halloween when I'm shooting this podcast. So I had to get him up and get him ready for school and have his snacks ready and the whole bit that, yes, even though that time is blocked in my calendar, it doesn't mean that it's blocked very calculated at the same time every single day. All I'm trying to say is make the discipline to do it though, that it's so important to you. It like becomes part of your DNA that just like the responsibilities of having to get up and get your children to school and brush your teeth and go to work or do all those things that you have to do, you make whatever those dreams are part of your day. And then number three, this is the hardest one that I find and that I'm currently struggling with. You got the goal, you're doing the thing, be open to feedback, be open to people who are one step ahead of you, or maybe they're miles ahead of you, but they're willing to tell you what to do. They're willing to give you feedback. They're willing to say, hey, do this, not this. I really like this, but this doesn't make sense. This was really clear, but I'm not sure about that. Now, there's lots of people out there that will criticize you. People that aren't doing what you're doing. Yeah, you're gonna go speak and people are gonna say, I didn't like that, you're a terrible speaker. You're gonna write and people are gonna say you're the worst writer in the entire world. People are gonna say, I don't think you're a right fit for me. I'm not buying, I'm not picking up what you're putting down. They're not your peer. They're a consumer, they're a spectator. And I'm not saying that you should completely discount what they have to say, but you don't need their feedback to validate what you're doing. You should still be doing writing, speaking, coaching, whatever it is that you're doing. Do it anyway because you love it. But people that are in your industry and are having success and have what you want, take those, that, that feedback. Look at it. And yes, you get to decide whether you keep it or you throw it away. I know criticism is not easy to hear. I grew up as a people pleaser. I grew up trying to make everybody happy. I wanted everybody to like me and everybody to think that I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread, but that's just not going to happen. And the first couple times you put things out there, people aren't going to love it. And they're, they're going to say this needs to improve. And that's just part of the job. That's just part of the process. You know, sometimes we don't think about entrepreneurship or business ownership or being a coach or whatever it is that we do. We don't think of it like a profession. You know, you go to work, if you worked in corporate America, or you work a nine to five, or you work as a shift worker, there are always performance appraisals and orientation appraisals and feedback. And I know we got those annually in all the jobs that I worked in, and you were measured. And people said, this was great. You did great with this. You know, bosses said, we love this about you, but these are your areas for improvement. My God, when you go for a job interview, they say, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? We all have weaknesses and we all have areas where we're learning and we're growing. So be open to that. Don't close your ears off to someone that's willing to help you 
and they're in the their same, they're peer to peer with you, or they're a few steps ahead of you. Listen to that. Take stock in that. Get over that. It's all about you and how perfect you are and how wonderful you are. There's always room for growth. And again, remember, we're not going for next level stuff. We're going to the top with big dreams. So you got to have thick skin when you're an entrepreneur. You got to have thick skin in this business. And you got to have a plan of what to do when somebody gives you that feedback, whether they're 100% right. And you're like, damn, or they're just, they're hundred percent wrong. They just felt the need to tell you that. And you're not going to go and implement anything that they tell you. You can't let it derail you and you can't let it stop you. Could you imagine if the first time we went and got that Christmas tree and we tried to put it in the house and we had to move furniture like we did. And I was like, forget it. This is a terrible experience. I now have to rearrange the house and it's already got a whole bunch of stuff in it because it's decorated for Christmas and it's too much effort. It's too much work. Forget it. Let's just buy a fake tree and call it a day. I think about how many memories and experiences and fun I'd miss out on if we weren't able to spin that and laugh about it and make a tradition around it and create a whole thing around it. So what are you going to do when somebody gives you criticism, whether it's true or not? Somebody gives you feedback and it's true or not? Are you going to let that derail you from your dream? Or are you going to have a plan in place about what to do with that? So for me, if it's something that I'm like, frick, they're right. I go and I take action. I implement. I go and I change it. Exact same thing happened today. Somebody looked at my website. I'm trying to get on her stage as a speaker. And she's like, it's not clear. It's all about you. And I don't like it. And, and my first gut reaction was to, to get my back up and be like, it's not all about me. You don't know about me. You don't know what I'm trying to do. What do you mean it's not clear? She wasn't attacking me. She was attacking the way a few, uh, how some of the copy was written on my website. And I'll admit, I'm so good at writing copy for everybody else. When it's your own stuff, you struggle which is the reason why you need outside mentors and why you need help and you need outside eyeballs looking at things. You know, and I sat down, I said, is this true? And I was like, she's right. On a few of these things, I could make this sound a little bit better, just small little, you know, simple tweaks. And then the second thing I did, I reached out to my peers. I reached out to my mastermind group and I said, look, this is the feedback I got. This is what I did with it. This is what I think is true. Here's where I agree. Here's where I don't agree, but I still appreciate her giving me your feedback. And I said, you know, I'd rather be out there. I'd rather be in the ring getting beat up than sitting on the couch and being a spectator because I'm going to be a champion one of these days. And all those punches and everything that we take day in and day out is going to be worth it. And I'm glad that I'm going for it. I'm trying and I'm learning and I'm mastering it just like many of you are doing. I might be a few steps or a few miles ahead of you, but it's only because I allowed myself to get in the ring and get beat around and put myself out there for criticism. When you put yourself out there, you've got to take the bad that comes with the good. And you've got to realize that if the quote unquote bad is coming from someone that's in your industry and they get it and they're having success and they're doing it, it's really coming from a good place because they want you to be better. They're, they're sizing you up. 
And that just goes along with the job. If we think about entrepreneurship as a quote unquote job. So that's part of the process. So I want you to dream big. What do you want? We're getting towards the end of the year and 2019 is just around the corner. What's that cost of an action? If you don't do these three things that I just told you and you go into 2019 the same way that you've done 2018, if you're not happy with the growth that you've had in 2018, then now is that time to make a change, to end this year strong and to get into 2019 showing up the way you know you can. So you gotta have the discipline to figure out what is that one big thing. Now for me, I happen to have three, speaking, writing, coaching, but speaking is the one that's getting all of my attention right now. What's that one thing for at least three months, quarterly, you're gonna focus on? Number two, where are you gonna be disciplined enough to block that time that just like brushing your teeth and eating breakfast, I hope you're eating breakfast, that's important, that you're doing it in your day. It's part of who you are and what you do. And lastly, what are you gonna do when you get feedback, when it's maybe not positive or not what you ex expected? What are you gonna do when people throw criticism at you, constructive or not? How are you going to handle that? Because you cannot let that derail you from your future joy, from your future memories, from your future contribution, from your future message. That one day it's all going to come to fruition. You're going to be like, damn, that was worth it. All that work, all that clarity and focus, all that discipline, productivity, and block time all that criticism that I got and I implemented what I agreed with and was good, or maybe not even that I agreed with, but you knew deep down things need to change and someone finally called you on it. What are you going to do with that criticism that's great or just that criticism of people that just tell you you're not enough because they're spectating. They're not in the ring with you. It's so much easier to criticize as a spectator than it is to be in that ring with you. So what are you going to do with that good and bad? Because you can't let it derail your dream. Those are my thoughts of the week. If you want to check out my website, www.lisapizik.com, L-I-S-A-P-E-Z-I-K.com, you can see where I'm tweaking, what I'm offering, what my courses are, what my free value is, what my opt-ins are. What I've got going on with podcasts and blog and masterclass and webinar, start looking at what it is you want to build if you're not sure what that one thing should be, what that inspiration should be. Get in there, start poking around, and then at the very bottom, you can book in for a free 15-minute discovery call. And I'll give you the strategy, I'll give you the plan. If you're like, I want to do a masterclass, I'm going to be like, cool, these are the steps you need to go do it. I want to have a newsletter like you. Cool, I'll tell you that. I want to build my first course. I'll tell you how to do that. I want to build email automation sequences. I'll tell you how to do that. I want to build a website just like you have. I'll tell you how to do that. Go in there, start looking around, see what strikes up in your brain that you're like, this is what I need to do. This is what I want to do. I want to speak more. I want to blog, whatever it is. Have a look, book in that 15 minute assessment. And let's make some stuff happen, right? Dream so big that you got to move around that furniture in your head that the only thing up there is your grand 
plans and messages, ways that you're gonna serve people and show up even bigger in 2019. Eric and my, our motto is we wanna help people, help people, help people. Cause you think about that ripple effect, when you get your shit together and you start going out and serving people and it starts changing their life, it's gonna change the lives of all those around them. And that's what I want for you. I'll see you again next time on the Lisa Pizik Show. You've been listening to the Lisa Pizik Show. For more free business and health training, go to www.lisapizik.com.